Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Buddhist Biohacker. My name is Lisa. I am your host, as always, and your mystic guide in this wild world that we live in. And I am so happy and grateful because we are blessed today with another Diamond Beauty, my dear soul sister, Mary Lydia Ryan. Welcome back, Mary. Thank you, Lisa. I love being here with you. It's always so good to talk with you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here too. And we were just saying off air how much we're happy to see each other. So it's it's just nice to talk. It is always good. Yep. Yeah. So for those of you who are new to the Diamond Beauty program, just to briefly share, um, we, I selected 33 women that I thought were just incredible and also the reflection of the crystalline diamond, high heart, the seat of the soul. And that is what they are. And they're on this year. And then Karen Lizone, who's another diamond beauty, is writing articles about each of these ladies. So if you go to my blog on lisamgunshore.com, you'll be able to read about Mary and the other diamond beauties. And I loved her article about you about healing with sound. It was so beautiful. Thank you. It was really a pleasure speaking with Karen. And then I love what she was able to write up. So thanks so much. Yeah. So Mary, what's, what do you want to talk about first? I mean, I want you to talk about your sound healing, but maybe start with just who you are today. Who are you today? <laughs> you know, who I am today is is a more refined <laughs> variation of who I was even, I think, a couple of years ago. And I've been thinking about, you know, how life is so amazing and the transformation we go through over our lifetimes. And, uh, you know, when I was little, I used to think that life was a certain way like you know you just I had this vision in my head that life was this thing and it was this big adventure and it is this big adventure but as my life unfolded it was very different in the unfolding that I had anticipated and there were so many disappointments along the way and then so many amazing experiences that came about and as I am now in my 54th year of life as Mary Lydia Ryan, I look back and I think, has this all just been a refining process of the soul? And I, and just seeing who I am now, like I said, as opposed to who I was two years ago, I, I have learned so much and the more I learn, the more humbled I become. I mean, I thought I knew a lot a few years ago. <laughs> and everything is such an evolution. And I, I feel like I'm just learning in such new ways now. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know that I could learn in this particular fashion. And and expounding on the things that I've been learning along this way up until this point. So I can't even remember what your question was. I think it was, tell us who you are. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm enjoying this process of in, in being in awe of what this life really is. It's not the same experience I thought in my little girl eyes what it was going to be and and it's really wonderful that it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be and that refining process though there are times where I feel like oh this is so brutal and then when I get out of the brutal parts and I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like wow I'm so grateful for all of that that I've been through so um who I am is such a culmination of being in this on this planet and experiencing all that is here to experience it's not always fun it's not always easy and then I look back and I go wow that was really amazing and you know I have a, a body worker that I go to I've been going to him for the last 10 years probably 12 at this point and He's, he talks about that that process of, you know, okay, you know, reincarnating, we end this, we come out of this life. And, and then we're like, 
wow, I want to do that again. He's like, you know, it's just this amusement park that we're in. And I'm like, you can't just say that it's just an amusement park, you know, because he's usually bringing this up when I'm complaining about, oh my gosh, things are so hard. And he's like, Mary, you just keep signing up for this because it's so fun. And you, you get done with your one life as if you've just gotten off a roller coaster. And you're like, oh my gosh, that was fun. I want to do this again. And as he tells me that, I'm like, you're so right. I know that that's what I'm doing when I'm done in between these lifetimes. So here I am doing this again. And it's it's been a pretty amazing, trippy, brutal, fun, um, exhilarating ride. And here I am. And I met you just this last summer. Um, and, and here I am part of your community and I'm so grateful to be here. I I'm, I feel at home here and I'm so grateful for that. Oh, I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> and <laughs> it's amazing. Um, excuse me. <laughs> it's amazing the journey that we go on, isn't it? And I, I agree. I, I tend to agree with your um, healer that I don't, I don't know that I'd want to be anywhere else. This place is so crazy. <laughs> I know. I do bring that up as a reminder because I, I need that reminder sometimes. And then I'm like, of course. I mean, this is fun. It's exhilarating. It's, you know, we're probably, I don't know, because I don't have enough memory. You know, I'm so amnesia up. <laughs> um, but my guess is that this planet Earth right now is about the most exciting place to be in the universe so <laughs> there's that <laughs> we're action-packed down here that's for sure <laughs> we are and i i'm so fortunate that i met you i'm just continually grateful because i love your light and your wisdom because you just happily share it and you're so you're so gracious and wonderful and your community of other other, you know, spiritual people, I was going to say like minds, it's not all like minded, we're, we all have our own, you know, ways of doing and being. But there's this common goal and common thread that brings us together. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Speaking of diamond beauties, I mean, you are the epitome of what a diamond beauty from your own um, definition, you are the epitome of that. And I so appreciate who you are and the community that you have begun and grown and and then the opportunity to be a part of it. It's really wonderful. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. Just saying what I think is true. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. And yeah, I mean, I can't, I really can't believe we didn't know each other a year ago. It seems kind of crazy to me. I know. Real. Um, because I just can't imagine not knowing you. And it's people like you that make the community so special. I mean, the things that you have done in your offer group in the community, like Friends Fridays and your music meditation Mondays, those are really special. Like those are not anything yeah. you've been doing anywhere. Like th those are special and I look forward to them. And, you know, I know you've got some new stuff planned too, but I want to ask you, Mary, we, we've, I don't know that we've talked about this on a show, but I wanted to ask you today, you know, you are, you are, and, and were, you know, a mainstream composer, musician, if you want to use the term mainstream, I don't know if that's really the right thing, but your, your job has been to be a musician. Yeah. And now you're doing sound healing, which is probably this inherent part of your being, but I want you to talk about that transition because there's so many creative beings and hi, Chrissy and hi, Hope, I see you in the comments, but there's so many creative beings in this community and that are watching the show or listening later on podcasts or whatever that maybe feel stuck in what they've been creating and want to go into a different space and don't know how. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about what that's been like for you to to really take what you were doing in one paradigm and shift it into this whole new construct that's a really wonderful question to put out there um you know it's it's really interesting it was talked about this in the article that karen wrote 
you know, I'll, I'll start with this, that music has really been my vehicle in this life. I do believe that I actually, you know, wrote up agreements for myself and with within my family, my siblings and I, some of my sisters and I have talked about this, that music was going to be this vehicle for us to learn our life lessons through. And I, it just continually has been that for me. So with that said, I mean, I've had to learn I've had to find my confidence through my music. This is really interesting because I've been performing since such since since such a young young age. I told you, I get this brain fog sometimes. It's hard to speak. Um, I've been performing for so many years of my life. Music is who I am at my soul essence, and I have not ever really done it. This is not an egoic statement. Give me a moment to explain all of this. I've never really doubted my talent in my God given gifts, however, I have had so much self doubt that my my lifetime has been this unfolding of okay well i was given this gift and i'm supposed to do something good with it and i want to do something grand and i'm so scared and i'm timid and i i've had um so lack of self-confidence for so many years that i've had this opportunity to grow out of that so back when i you know all i knew was okay well the best i can do with my music is to try to make it in the industry so that that was my goal for many years because i my mom really wanted me to um use my my musical gifts for singing you know religious and sacred music and I enjoyed doing that, but there was so much more I wanted to do. And I wanted to sing and write my own music. So I went about that and I was brave enough to dive into it. But it has been a process of just finding my own confidence and recognizing that my unique voice is enough. And it doesn't matter if somebody on the outside is validating that or not. And this, this process of going from trying to make it in the mainstream music world, which I was having, I mean, I was, I was going as a, you know, DIY artist and I was having really um, quite a lot of success in my indie um, niche that I was in. However, then my, my life shifted and my awakening started happening and so that put me through a whole other tailspin of, okay, well, now I need to follow this just as, just right as I was gaining my confidence in the Mary Lydia as a mainstream, or at least, you know, I want to be out there as a, as the world knows music to be, you know, trying to fit into that mold of at least aspiring to be in the mainstream music arena. And then my shift happened and this awakening and my life turned upside down. And then it took me another decade to process all of what was happening. And here I was on a new path, now trying to find my confidence as a different type of artist. And I'm telling you that that was, I look back again, it's one of those things I look back on and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, but that was not easy because then, I was, my listeners that had come to love my music and any followers that I had were like, what is that? I, I don't like this music that you're putting out that, what, what is that? And it was, it was more syrupy sweet. It was more, and I never wanted to be a syrupy sweet artist, even though, you know, some people think it's, it's too syrupy sweet and other people think it's really dark. And I love melancholy in my music and I love just the feeling, I love emotion. And yeah, it's, it's through my music, even in my newer stuff, but my listenership just started changing as well. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I don't know who really wants to listen to me. <laughs> and then it became this, oh, well, what am I doing this for? If if my the the listenership that I used to have, they've fallen away now because this new Mary Lydia Ryan stuff, I loved your old music. I got that a lot. I love your old music. <laughs> <laughs> and the people that love my own music they still love my own music and i'm really grateful for that 
and I do something different now. And I still think that music is really beautiful and valid for what it it represented in my life and in my own soul journey. And now I'm doing this other stuff. And that has been a process. And, um, you know, I've been really grateful. I've said to you, thank you for appreciating my music because it's really, I feel like I'm now coming into this new listenership of people that are getting my music. And I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. It's, it's really wonderful to be able to share my music. And I've also had to learn that, you know, my path is my path. And so it doesn't matter what somebody on the outside is saying, whether they like it or not. Am I really writing to be liked? No, I am writing from this place that I know is my God-given connected self. And that's what's most important. And so looking back, I have remained true to that in these you know, in these pockets of where I'm at in my life. I have remained true to that. And it hasn't been an easy process, but it's been so worth it and I do believe I'm now at this place where people are finding my music that recognize it they res resonate with it and they get it and I'm like oh this is so fun thank you, <laughs> you know, here let me let me offer this to you and it's it's one reason why my last vocal album I put out I did offer as a free gift I feel like um you know, I, as people are introduced to my music, I feel like my last vocal album was such a, a true window into my heart. And as people are finding me, and we've been through this pandemics, and I thought, you know, here, I can offer this gift to the world. People can download it for free if they'd like. And it's been really fun to connect with the listenership now that I feel like my soul is is connecting with and there's a reciprocal. It's like, oh, you do what you do and you do what you do and I do what I do and we can all share in this lovely, luscious energy and it's really, really rewarding. And I'm so glad that I didn't give up. I really did um, put, I, I, <laughs> I like close the lid on my piano for I tried for a few years to say I'm just not going to do it because this is too hard and um, it's hard to make it in the industry. It's hard to put music out that people might want to listen to or not. And there, there's always going to be criticism. And I had to realize that it doesn't matter what I'm doing. There's always going to be criticism. There's always going to be somebody who likes it. That's always there. Um, and then not to digress too much from your question, I think, which was like, how, how does somebody make that shift? Is that what you were asking me pretty much? And I'll go back to follow your heart. When we follow our heart, we are always supported by source. And I don't think that everybody's process is going to be as long and drawn out as mine has been. Maybe it will be. You know, we were talking earlier in another group forum that not everything has to be long and drawn out. And, and beautiful April, I, I agree. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes I think I've drawn this process out too much in my own heart and, I don't know, experience because I think that's what you have to do. I don't know. But I also know that music for me has been my vehicle to learn all these lessons. So what it's been for me may not be for somebody else. You might just be able to make the shift like that and just like no trouble and just follow your heart. That's my my best advice that I can give you. So it might, you know, take a few years. Maybe it won't. You might just, you know, flip to the next shift and go, oh, here we go and take off and, you know, and 0 0.60 and, you know three seconds who knows <laughs> yeah well i'm glad you didn't give up and same with our community hi claire and christy says you have such a beautiful voice i adore your music i love getting lost in its energy oh, and you. hope says i just love your voice and energy that shines so bright you're amazing and it's so yeah. true your album i could listen to your i could and do admittedly listen to your album like nonstop. and it was funny because i was in the car and I plugged my um, phone into the car, you know, to play music. And it usually goes to my recently playlist. 
and or my top plate or whatever. And it's, it's, you know, this certain group of songs that it always is. And the other day it wasn't that group. It was your music because I've listened to it. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so great. I listened to you while I drove the kids to school. And that makes me happy. Oh, it's just a gift. So we're glad you didn't give up, but I, I appreciate you sharing so much. Like, the trials and tribulations of it, because all of us have to make transitions in our own way that are really scary from who we've been to who we're, we are today. And yeah. that could change again, just like you're saying. I mean, I think the transitions happen right when, when we're ready for them, right? Yeah. But, but it's scary <laughs> no matter how fast or slow it is. You know, you have to be ready for it. And I think I've watched my husband who is the drummer and musician. Yeah. I've watched him with his bands. I've watched them try to develop music. I've watched them try to do different things. And it's really hard. It's hard in music for you when you're in a niche to suddenly go try to do something in a different niche. It's really difficult. Like even now my husband's like, well, how do I support like shamanic healing with my drumming? when all I've ever done is drum and jazz and punk and rock bands, you know, how do you make the transition? And and so it's an important thing to talk about, I feel. Oh my gosh. And if you want someone to work with, uh, sign me up because I am so looking for a percussionist that can do um, these really beautiful ceremonies and, you know, and not necessarily of what everybody else is doing. Not everybody is doing the same thing, but there is now a very much a spiritual musical community where, you know, there's guided meditations and there's drumming and everything. And I'm like, I still want to be unique. And so Scott's uniqueness in all that he brings to the table is, is really really rich and wonderful so yes i think you're his catalyst so we've got to get you guys together for sure i love that well singing with us too you and i yeah. need to sing some duets <laughs> that too that too yeah we gotta we gotta do something scott wants to be like the the spiritual pink Floyd, you know very space you know what that is so up my alley that is absolutely up my alley i love it yeah, I love it. I love it. We're definitely gonna have to collaborate <laughs> on all of that because it's it's something that needs to happen. But so, what are you working on? I mean, I want to again. We're gonna talk about Mary's sound healing, but I'm kind of saving that best for last. But I want to talk about like, do you have any like projects or albums or things you're working on now? Like, where are you at in your creative space right now? So, you know, since going on to your Jatakasa app, I have found myself more like, okay, how can I creatively um, figure out this interactive, fun, beautiful, healing atmosphere here? And I haven't quite gotten the momentum. Like, I, I have these ideas and I feel like I get them going. And then I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel right. So I'm kind of doing this, this pendulum thing right now. So I've got that. It's one of my, what I consider one of my creative projects. I also have a weekly a radio show just here locally in Seattle that I put together. I write and record right here in the beautiful goddess Sophia's sailboat. Um, so that's a weekly project for me. And it ends up taking quite a lot of my, um, my time and contemplation, which I love. And that's a really important project to me right now. And I'm also looking to expand what I'm doing with that. And so that's like my second, the two projects I've got. My third that I'm really focusing on is to expand my Spa Opera YouTube channel and what I'm doing virtually with Spa Opera. Because again, I'm not used to this virtual world to do so much of this, what usually is interactive in person but I, I don't feel limited by it. I feel like it's my prompt from the universe to find out, find a creative way to take this to a virtual level. And it is pushing me to come up with new ways of how I present my spa opera. And so I'm working on that. Those are the three main thing, focuses 
And that all, I'm sure, as you well know, takes a lot of time because there's a lot of video production, a lot of recording. You know, I'm learning some new recording software and that all is a process. So all of these things and stretching myself technologically is a huge stretch. Lisa, you and I have talked about this before. You know, so we're being asked to to share our knowledge, to share our wisdom, to share our gifts to other people throughout the world. And I feel that that's, you know, I'm ready to step into that. And it's requiring me stretching all of my technological um, knowledge. And that's really, really challenging for me. But I'm like, I'm going to do it because I want to step up to it. You know, it's part of this amusement park ride we're on right now. It's, it's stepping into those things where we're being called. How can we... Um, present ourselves better and, and all these things so all of that is kind of it's taking my focus a little bit away from some of the creative flow that i feel like i'm generally able to stay in and so i'm really trying to balance that out with not making myself too busy because for me my creativity flows when i'm able to be and not just do so i'm really working on that balance right now and with everything going on in the world i spoke about this in our last forum we did also being in nature and spending time in nature is really, really important right now in the world generally. And for me to keep my creative juices flowing, I'm realizing, realizing, recognizing that I need to be with the race. I need to be with the water and I need to take that downtime and allow myself to breathe into that because those are the energies that then feed me and come up through what I'm working on. So in the in the last few years, you know, I found myself going, okay, I'm ready to really put a, a new project together. You know, I see it generally as an album. So I'll start working on this and I'll, the, the music will start coming. I don't feel an album coming on right now. I feel this energy of expanding the spa opera virtually through the Ajatakasha app and expanding everything I do in this, not only making it available into the tangible world, you know, in the physical, but how can I expand this virtually? And that is really my creative focus at this moment. And with that said, for instance, I was out in the woods last week. That was really important for me to get away. So I did. I went to the woods and I spent a good, um, I'd say 36 hours out in the woods. And when I came home, I have just felt and I've heard this song coming up from the forest that the forest sent home with me. And I've started working on it. And I, I, it didn't, I wasn't able to complete it to my satisfaction as quickly as I wanted. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's all right. Um, so I'm feeling like those kinds of energies coming through. And I've had some other, you know, being with my experience here on the water, I have other songs that I feel are coming through, kind of these songs of nature. And I'm feeling that this might be one of my next albums if it becomes an album. But all of that energy is feeding my music, feeding my inspiration for how to go about presenting what I do, um, as well as, you know, how to work with people in the individual sessions that I offer. And, you know, I do the sound healing sessions and other, and we'll, we can talk about that in a little bit, but um, so this nature energy is coming through and supporting me and feeding my ideas and sharing with me these sounds and these songs and these energies. So I'm going to be using that for something. I'm not sure what form, actually, I do know it will take many forms, all that energy coming through. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And yeah, nature is like, I didn't get outside much this winter, like I thought I was going to. And so I went on a hike, um, which I know I posted in Ajatakasha, like that I was on the hike. Um, but man, just to get out in nature for a few hours brought me a lot of 
fresh ideas, just like you're talking about. It's like it, it grounds you back into what's important, yeah. I think, and why we're here and the love of the planet that we're on. And so I love that you bring that up because it is important that we get in nature to be whatever creative process you're in. I mean, I think it's important. I know for me, you know, I've been working on this book and I am going to finish it this month, I think, but, uh -huh. but it's not been easy because it's been writing about my relationships when I was single and a lot of that's heavy to talk about. And, um, you know, you get stuck. And so going outside, you know, just like you're talking about is so necessary to kind of clear your mind, gain perspective, think about where you are today, you know, and be able to get unstuck from whatever your creative process is. So, Well, also, I am really learning and feeling this from when I'm sitting in nature, it's coming up so much more strongly than it used to in me. But nature wants to be a co-creator with us. Mm -hmm. So not only can we just get clear out there, but that energy wants to join with us and allow that to come through in what we are putting out into the world. So I, I really want to accentuate that. I, I'm feeling it in my own experience and it's just amazing. And so I encourage anyone listening to, to give that a try. Go, go play with those energies. Go sit with your trees. Go sit with the flowers. Go lie on the grass and under the sun and just allow, you know, open yourself up, invite that energy to come in and it will and invite it to be a co-creator and just be amazed at what happens. <laughs> oh, that got me chills. Oh, so now let's talk about your sound healing because you are a sound healer and I want you to share how this even came about, you know, how did this journey of sound healing unfold for you and what are you doing with it now? So it came by not anticipating it whatsoever. I mean, I, I'm a singer and I'm a pianist. And so, yes, I do music. That I already knew. And, and yes, I've had, you know, and I, I started back uh, about 12 years ago. I started taking courses on how to do energy work. I specifically stayed away from Reiki, though what I do is similar. But... I just have felt my entire life, no lie, that I have, I am, I feel called to be so uniquely my own self and not to take too many people's teachings on. It was, I, I felt that all the way through high school and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be just being programmed. So I've been aware of that for quite a few years. And when I started the energy work, I took some really beautiful courses with different um, teachers and mentors in the Seattle area. And I remember specifically, you know, saying, I don't want to learn the Reiki because that will influence me too much. But what is happening here is very similar to what my soul feels called to do. So already I had been working in clearing and balancing people's chakras and their energy fields. And I had done that for about eight years. Um, and I've just kept a very small clientele. I haven't been in a rush to go, you know, I just need to open this big business. I wasn't really running it as a business. I was doing it for people word of mouth and as needed basis. And so, and it's been a really beautiful approach for me to work that way. And so I have the people that, you know, have said, oh, my friend Mary does this. So that's the type of clientele I've had. And then a couple of years ago, three years ago, actually, I saw on a meetup that there was this improvisational group, singing group. And I do not like to do anything just off the cuff. It's so terrifying for me. Even performing live is really, it's, it's not that I get afraid to perform live. That's not where my fear comes from. My fear comes from, I'm not good enough. My fear comes from, um, does anyone really want to hear what I have to see? I mean, it really, all these self-doubts, my fear is like, am I going to be able to remember my music? And it's, it's a really challenging thing for me. It has been for years. So 
to go and improv singing was felt easier for me than going with my keyboard and let's just jam kind of thing. That's really scary for me. I'm like, I could probably handle just my voice, but this is still a stretch to do anything improv and with other strangers. I didn't know what exactly this was going to look like. It seemed like we're going to play with our voices was the gist. So I decided to do this. And there were about 11 of us in this first meeting that I went to. And what happened there, I could feel the energy of it. We sang to each other. We played these different, literally, we played these games with our voices. And we shared. We went into duos. And we we sang back and forth to each other. So there were these prompts. There were these um these prompts that we would go off of. And as we went through this entire two-hour event, I could feel what what was happening with my energy as we shared our voices and our vulnerabilities with each other. We weren't there to try to impress anyone. We were there to support each other as this group in sharing and having fun and learning and what happened in this evening was my energy just kept expanding 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 and then we did this one exercise actually there were two that we did where all of us I think I think the woman that was running it who's a dear soul I love her dearly Sherry um I think she was calling it it was something it was a something opera where we all could just sing into this, she might even have called it a soup. I don't even remember, but we all sing together. We could sing at any tone, we could sing in any vowel, we could say words, we could do whatever, just bringing this in together into this soup where we were making something magical. I felt like I was in a coven of these beautiful witches that we were just singing this energy and this soup that we were brewing was so amazing and again my energy just kept expanding and then the last exercise we did with each other is that we were able to sing over each other we lie down um when it was our turn we'd lie down on the ground and all the participants would sing over the person in the middle loving words loving thoughts loving intentions and then so not only did it feel wonderful to sing that over somebody and as a group to, to share in that experience and then to be the receiver of all of that loving energy being sung oh my gosh what happened to me was life-changing and it was that night where i realized i want to do this for other people because i know what happened to me and i transformed my energy expanded so beautifully and i felt so much opening up that i thought well, I'm going to do this for people. I want to sing over somebody and help them feel like they are so loved and adored. And it doesn't matter what they think about themselves. I can sing this to them and help them just feel renewed and refreshed and know, and, and hopefully they will be left with that knowing that they really are loved. That was my motivation then. And then I've had, I continued on with that woman, Sherry. We, um, our group dynamic changed slightly, but we did that for a little over a year with each other. We met once a week and then we would bring in this as a practice. We It became a spiritual practice for us. And we played with our voices to each other so that we could have this experience over and over. And that was a weekly event for about a year for me. And that's where I developed what I do now. And as well as, you know, just just then listening to the energies that, that come through me and then being aware, but this is what I learned is being aware of somebody else's energy field and how to sing back and play with that energy back and forth. And so that's what I do in my sound healing sessions. I work with the energy that is exuding off of the person that I'm working with and what I found, and I wasn't anticipating this, but it's really, it's very similar to what I was doing with the, the chakra clearing and balancing, is that as I'm singing, and I'm singing to the energy of the person that I'm working with, 
and I will start to see symbols coming up from their various parts of their body or their chakras or various points. I'll see symbols or a fluttering of energy that I can feel to it. And so then I just continue to sing to that thing, what feels intuitively right for me to sing to that. And then we work through that and I'll see that energy clear or something else happens. And, and then after the session, I'm able to also process that with the, with the person that I'm working with. And it's really lovely. And so what I often find is that while I'm seeing a certain symbol, they're experiencing colors or sensations. And we can talk about that after the session, after the, the sound has stopped. We can talk about and then process what was flowing and, and things that come up and insights. And then I can share back insights I've had that they can take away and then go and contemplate and, and assimilate all that has just happened. And that work is so rewarding and so beautiful. And, you know, as much as for as many years as I had worked to be able to perform on a stage and have you know people cheer whatever it's like it's fun it's fun to perform but nothing is rewarding to me as being able to assist somebody like this in even one session that might shift be the catalyst for major change or just a little bit of change, whatever they're in need of. And I've seen it happen both ways. I've seen major changes come for people when I do the work. Sometimes it's just a little shift. It's like what they're ready for at that time. And to be a part of that and to witness and to, I feel like it's a sacred calling. I feel that that source energy can, and I do invite source energy to work through me and to be able to facilitate through my physical being an energy that is so much bigger than me i feel that that's very sacred and i'm very very grateful to be able to offer that work for somebody and to be able to be that voice at that moment for their shift or whatever healing process they are going through that's more rewarding than any other part of being a musician i think I've ever experienced. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have like I have goosebumps just from you. Like I can feel my own energy activating as you're talking. And um we have so many great comments. Chrissy says, I love that idea. Wow. Yeah, it sounds decadent is the word I want to use to be able to share music with each other and, and heal. And and Julie, hi Julie. Julie's sharing. Thank you for sharing this, Mary. Your struggle sounds similar to many of us. We can recognize our gifts, but struggle with finding the right platforms after having an awakening. And she says, thank God for Buddhist biohackers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And she also says, and having an appreciative audience feeds us in amazing ways. And it's so true. If you guys who are watching and coming and sharing. I mean, that makes this so worthwhile for all of us that Thank come you. on here and talk and share. And Mary, you're so amazing. I mean, really, I mean, you channel these beautiful messages and you sing this beautiful music and you hold such a sacred space for our planet and the divine feminine. And I mean, again, I, I don't know what, I can't even imagine that I didn't know you before. <laughs> That time didn't even exist. <laughs> I know it's it's hard for me also to imagine life without you in it. It's like <laughs> totally. Now I want you to share too for folks who are watching and are like, oh my god, I really want her to do a sound healing for me. You do them remotely, I assume. Yeah. And if you want to share a little bit about you know what how they can access you and how they can get a hold of you if they do want a sound healing. Thank you. So, you know, um, one of the many things that I've needed to do is update my website as to my specifics on the, the sessions that I'm offering, because that's changed with this virtual world. So um, if you are interested in a sound healing session with me, which I would so love to be a part of, I just love doing these so much, um, send me an email. That is the best way. Just send me an email. If you go to my website, which is, I think you're leaving the link in the comments, right? Yeah. yeah. It's IamMaryLydiaRyan.com. 
go to my website and you'll see my email where you can just send me a message saying I am interested in a sound healing session and they are they're generally 60 minutes when I'm doing a remote session when I do them in person I like to reserve 90 minutes but right now I'm they're pretty much at 60 minutes and um, I've been charging with the remote sessions I'm just sticking at $80 because it's different in in the non-virtual setting I just feel like I can add more to the ambiance than just what I can do virtually so they're $80 and just send me a message that you're interested and then I will work out all the other stuff after that if for some reason I am also willing to work on um, a sliding scale absolutely you know I I'm a believer in pay it forward and I've had so many people help me through the years when I was you know single mother struggling trying to get through my own education and doing my own thing and putting my music out and so I will all, always work with a sliding scale you know let's just have a conversation let me know you're interested and I will get back with you and I'll probably want to talk with you on the phone I love doing just a little bit of consultation sometimes it doesn't always require that so just send me a message and i will get back with you i love it i love it i definitely would sign up if i were you guys because it really is just exquisite i mean what you have to offer and you also are offering your album still free correct is that correct i am yeah i have found it seems like you're not able to download it on your phone for some reason but if you go to your computer at right there on my front page my home page of i am marylydiaryan.com there's the free album and you can download it from there and then you should be able to sync it with your phones yeah which it's the whole album is amazing but shine on is like my favorite song in the whole world i i played it like 16 times when i was writing the other day because i just was in it it held a vibration that was really with what I was writing. And you know that it's so important when you're writing to be able to have a space. And your whole album holds that container for me. And Thank you. Now, I'm I don't so want to happy. put you on the spot, but I am. I'm going to ask if you want to put anything before we close. I didn't know if you felt like it or not, but I wasn't planning on it. But then I'm just sitting here thinking I'm going to ask you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I so did not come prepared. And interestingly, so you, many of you have heard my story that this the space I'm in is my goddess Sophia sailboat. And I was out sailing. I posted in my spa opera. I was out overcoming my fear of sailing <laughs> over the weekend. And we had, we hit a wave, which is one of my biggest fears. We hit a wave and everything in my sailboat tipped over. And my keyboard has not done that before. <laughs> and it tipped over and all my stuff. And so everything's like even much of it is unplugged still and i still have to go back and fix it all so okay. I yeah i don't even have that to do and you know what i was gonna say well i could even do a little sound activation but i don't feel like it's the right time for me to do that um what i would encourage you to do is go to my website and just you can all of those songs on there anything from my evolutionary child album that is free for download you can hear the entire clip and i think i should direct you to go there and listen to shine on that lisa was just talking about that 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 song did come through with quite a lot of source energy and uh wanted to wanted to be written i i maintain that i often don't write these songs i mean i i always maintain that this this energy is from a source bigger than myself i recognize that and sometimes literally a song will just come through and i'm like oh i didn't even have to think about that shine on was pretty much one of those songs so it's oh, like if you, if you would like to have a follow-up to this conversation and, and just solidify the the shakti energy go listen to shine on <laughs> yeah it's good. It's good. and i'll post it in the app too oh cool um, so you guys will find it too and um mary i just love you so much i don't even know what else to say because i love you so much and you are such a gift to the planet and um you know julie saying here you know what you offer is incredible and it really is i mean the, the energy that you carry 
and the power of your voice is like there's nothing like it thank you and thank you julie for your encouraging words and i appreciate it and i appreciate all of you that are listening today you know it is wonderful to be in this community and have each other to support to listen and then to be heard by one another that is so beautiful and and so thank you i appreciate being a part of this and i look forward to hearing more of your diamond beauties and our continued interaction with each other yeah, me too. And, and I love you. And I love all of you that are watching. And this is always such a special sacred time. And um, we do have a special exclusive um, conversation with me and Mary and April in the Ajatakasa app. So you can check that out under exclusive content. And I'll, I'll be posting about that momentarily as well. So um, we talk about your choices when it comes to your body and healing. And I think it's really Really powerful. So Mary, I appreciate you. I love you. You're one of my soul sisters and I'm so grateful that you came on today. I love you too. And thank you all for joining in this live conversation. And thank you, Lisa, for everything that you do. Aww, I love you. you. I love you all. <laughs> I love you. I love everybody out there too. Thank you to all of the members and patrons and partners of Buddhist Biohacker and Ajatakasa. I appreciate you guys so much and um, have an amazing day. We are back tomorrow for Herbal Thursday with Cheryl and also Grace to Grace with April Meganson. So it's another um, jam-packed day tomorrow, but it's going to be great. So thank you, Mary, and thank you to thank everybody. Thank you so much.